Hello and welcome to the Impact Podcast from us at Impact Wales. We're Finn and Jane and every week we'll be bringing you lots of discussion, comments and opinion on everything research and education. We'll be talking professional learning, what's happening in the education world and everything in between to help you make a difference in your school. Good morning, Jane. Good morning, Finn. And the, the avid listeners will notice that it is a morning recording this, not an afternoon on a Friday. It's still a Friday, though. Yeah. It is still a Friday. I think Friday is just our podcast day, isn't it? It seems to be that way, doesn't it? So let's, before we start talking about what we're going to talk about today, let's just run through what we've been doing this week. It's been a very busy week. Well, isn't it's it? the first week back after half term, isn't it? So I've been poorly. As, as I always am over, yes. over half term. And you've been uh, hunting the wild, wild haggis. I have. I've been in the wilds of Scotland, yeah. Scottish Highlands, which was fantastic. But this week we've been to Tecroice Primary to do questioning and the science of learning in um, Carmarthenshire. Yeah, that was lovely. And then we went back to Raglan this week. We did a twilight with Raglan staff on it. This is, this is the third, I think, mm. third or fourth, I can't remember. And Essentially, oh my gosh, their yeah. understanding and their depth of um discussion is really improving but that was on that was on teaching learning yeah. and assessment but that's following that was a really good session wasn't it it was yeah and by the time this comes out this podcast we would yes. have done our pedagogy at the heart of curriculum for wales workshop which we're i'm thoroughly looking yeah. forward to i think that'll be yeah, really it's our good new one isn't it so yeah this is this is gonna be exciting we're doing that in kafili but there's been so much coming out again we've we've had our usual pre-podcast in fact we had to stop our pre-podcast <laughs> session chat because we would have been doing wasting the re- it wasting it yeah so but there's things about attendance that have been out and you've yeah. written a blog yeah on attendance that's gone out this week yeah with a and i added in there if you haven't seen it already go and have a look i've added in there the uh, rapid assessment review from the education endowment foundation which lists all the interventions that you can use for yeah. attendance oh, that's really useful isn't it yeah um but there's also literally just before we came <laughs> online uh that i noticed that Jeremy Miles, uh, Education Minister, published yesterday evening at 25 to 6. When his, we're all still working. Oh, yeah. His, his written statement on uh, workload. Yes. So that's fun. Yes. So we did have a look at that. But generally speaking, it's it's not something I think that most head teachers or teachers need to be concerned about because it's not going to change anything. OK, so what are we going to talk about today, Jane? Well, and this is following a conversation we've had, and I know there was a, a conversation on Facebook and on Twitter. Yes, I about, poll now. about what should we talk about? Yes. Because we, you know, we we sit there thinking, well, what's our next podcast gonna mm. be? Mm. But very often things pop up, we go, aha, yeah. that's we've yeah. already got one for the, for another podcast yeah. in mind. Um but one of the I think the thing that kept kept coming back was about independent learning. Yes. And independence. Well, it was of the people who answered, I think we had nearly a hundred people answer. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Um it was I think it was something like sixty percent of people asked yeah. for independent learning. Yeah. And it is something that we have been thinking about an awful lot because when we did that review earlier this term on all of the estimate recommendations that were made to mainstream schools in 2023. It was a really big recommendation. It was made to a lot yeah. of schools and it, it was coming up a lot. So obviously. Yeah. And, w- and we've talked about we've it a lot. I mean, what, what do we actually mean by independence? What do we mean by independent learning? Yeah. And I think there are these these terms very much in education. There's lots of things that are bandied around and it means one thing to one person. Mm. And it might mean something else, something to somebody else. And I think it's about having that clarification and that, yeah. that discussion about what does it mean? What does it actually mean? Yeah when we're looking for it so 
um, we are going to answer all those questions. We are going to get down to the nitty gritty. And um, when I was thinking of, you know, what related podcast episodes are out there, we actually haven't done anything on this before. So I think um, it'll be interesting yeah. for people listening to to delve into this a little bit more deeply. But the one thing I wanted to start with was the Estin recommendations where independent learning actually sits on that because um, when I did the analysis what I did was just looked at all of the different wording for all of the recommendations and then created some categories mm -hmm. so I actually put together all of the ones that mentioned the word independent or independence they all went yeah. in together so um, they were nine percent of all 802 recommendations so yeah, which is significant. Yeah, it is. It's significant. It's significant. Um, it was also 9% of all recommendations um, that were made for schools in some sort of follow-up. Yeah. Um, it was only 6% of all recommendations made for secondary schools. But 32% mm. of recommendations for primary schools. I, I think that's the interesting split, though, isn't mm. it? It's that it's very much heavily weighted. I don't know when we look at estimate reports when they come out we think oh independent learning independent learning mm. it's not until you actually look See at the, the split. look at the statistics you think oh yeah that th there is a lot of difference between primary and secondary and how it's been yeah uh, inspected so the question there is is it that independent learning is more of an issue at secondary school or is it that it's just not something that estimate inspectors are focusing on yeah at secondary yeah. school do we expect secondary school pupils to naturally be more yes independent because they're older yeah well you know, there is that is to it isn't well this is it and when you look at the difference between a three-year-old and a 16 year old you know there are some differences in child development yeah i, I do disagree i think my 16 year old 17 year old shall i say sometimes displays yeah true so, yeah, true true but, but you know the fact that you let that them behind the wheel that was, yeah that was tucking, tucking, yeah, yeah. He, he, you know? he is out driving around yes. as we speak so there we go oh there you are there you go. I yeah I, my... wouldn't, I wouldn't expect a five-year-old to be able to do that would you? no 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 no, no. <laughs> and and i don't have any at home anymore either so it's there you go. yeah but okay so <clears throat> The kind of the, the thing that we want to talk about today is how do we and I'm using the word advisory in quotes teach um, children um, yeah. independence yeah. or independent. There learning. were some air quotes. That were some there. air quotes definitely going on there imagine. because yeah because you know when I say teach, that's effectively what happens is that you know teachers are teaching children. And it may happen through modelling, it may happen through, you know, support or, or the context that you provide or whatever. But the goal is that that pupils become independent adults, that they no longer rely on the people around them to help to them to that. solve problems yeah. or to carry out life. And I, I think I've written it down somewhere. I'm just trying to find it. There is a quote from the four purposes. Here we are. The four purposes statement the one that relates to independence. Um, so the four purposes statement is, and this is a quote, uh, learners should have the skills and knowledge to manage everyday life as independently as they can. Mm. So that's the goal. Mm. That That is where we're, we're aiming for. And I think we'll, we'll come back to that later. But there was, um, when we put the, uh, the survey up on, or the poll up on Twitter, it prompted quite a discussion amongst people 
as to the difference between independent learning and independence. And I think we need to go back to um, why are those two terms lumped together and why are they bandied around almost interchangeably as well? And let's kind of pick that apart. Well, it, it, it is about really just thinking about what is independent learning? What does it mean to you? What does it mean to me? I know we've had discussions you know galore as we always do that think well what does it really mean to and I know there are other people that maybe have got come at come at this from a different standpoint Mm. um you know it's all valid isn't it but I think what what's important is that we have that discussion Mm. so that you know if Eston is coming in and mentioning independence within a school or independent learning we know what what it means and we know what we can do about it absolutely so one of the things that I looked at as I went on Eston's website, because not forgetting, of course, this is a, a major recommendation for primary schools and the only accountability for primary schools is Eston. Eston yeah. So this is the only place that we really can look for um, in Wales um, what what to do about this or what the expectation is for this. So what do Eston actually think? Well, there's no thematic report on it. You know, I, maybe we should suggest maybe there should be yeah because it's such a big recommendation it's so prevalent in uh, Eston reports that maybe schools yeah. need something it, it would be really useful I think absolutely there were 12 studies case studies from primary schools which mentioned independent learning or independence in the title there were zero from secondary schools so whilst there are recommendations for secondary schools it's obviously they're not seeing really effective practice in this or maybe there's there are other things that are more important they feel at secondary level I I don't know which of those it is whether they're not seeing it for a case study or whether they think they'd rather have a case study on something else you know those kinds of questions that are important but when you search on the Eston website for independent learning or independence it throws up things like pupil-led learning that was from yeah we've seen that come up yeah, that comes a number of times. Uh, a case study from 2020. Authentic and engaging experiences to develop independence. That comes from 2023. So we're not talking about things 16, 17, 18. Mm. We're talking about much more recent well, post-COVID, case studies, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So the thing that we have to remember remember about the case studies as well is that they are written by the schools themselves. You know, the the schools get a template and then they write the case study. And I don't know because we have invited um, various Eston inspectors and the chief inspector twice onto the podcast. But so far they have declined. We would love to have them on the podcast to answer these questions uh, because I think schools want to know the answer to these questions. It's not it's not just us picking holes. We genuinely want to know the answer to these questions, you know what is what is the process by which case studies are written is there any qa process how do we know that what the school is writing in the case study is what the inspector expected them to write when they said you should write a case study are they qa'd in any way but it but it goes back to the conversation we had with Essen a long time ago about is it effective practice or best practice practice well yeah. yeah I mean, effective practice and best practice, it's still practice out of the ordinary that's considered, you know, positive practice. So it is it is a, a role model. It is a model that they are expecting schools to yeah, emulate. Otherwise, what's the point of doing a case study? Absolutely. But it, but it also goes back, you know, even they've mentioned pupil-led learning, that is still a contentious 
yeah phrase isn't it because well i just want to point out that when they're talking about pupil-led learning and that's from 2020 um welsh government have been quite clear that the curriculum for wales is not about pupil-led learning and yet we also see in welsh government guidance that pupils should be choosing how and (laughs) what they learn yeah so you know there's real confusion about that particular phrase and i think both Eston and Welsh Government aren't clear on what they actually want with that. But when you go... Well, if they're not clear, then schools aren't clear, are they? Yeah, so it makes it it makes it makes so difficult for schools to say, well, what is it that we're aiming for, you know, and um, where we need to go. So when you look at the recommendations for um, independent learning or independence, and this is a, the piece of work that I did on this Excel spreadsheet enables us to do that, enables us to just filter yeah. and just go everything that's linked with independence. So there are things like, and these are all quotes, develop pupils' independent learning skills, quote, work with independence, quote, refine the provision for independent learning, quote, ensure that activities develop pupils' independent skills successfully. So there are three different things going on there. But it it also sits with this, this idea of working with independence. There are some activities and tasks that you can do that you can be very independent at because they might be less challenging, they mm-hmm. might be easier, mm-hmm. or they might be more familiar. Mm-hmm. But there might be some tasks that you are beginning to learn what to do, and you need that, yeah, that support, that that yeah, and, and we'll as, get into you're not that. as independent, are you? And, and we'll get into yeah. the nitty gritty of that later. But there are within those recommendations, they mention independent learning skills, as if. Any task in front of me, I can either do it with support or I can do it independently. And that is based on my independent learning skill set. So I can get into a car and I can drive without any instruction because I'm an independent learner. Or I can get into a tank and I can work out how to drive it. I always go back to the same examples. I can get into a tank and work out how to drive it because I'm independent. Okay, so just hang on to that. Okay, there's also the working with independence. So that that suggests that um, the they are working without any support from anybody else. But there's also this um, refining the provision for independent learning, as if the tasks that you need to do or the provision that you're uh, providing in your school some of it will be supported learning and some of it will be independent learning. And there is a particular set of skills that comes with independence. And I think that's that that's the language that's being used in the it's still, inspections. It's still quite confusing, isn't it? It is. For so, a non-linguistic person, you know, you're the one that un, unpicks these terms to the nth degree. Yeah. But to somebody who's, who doesn't quite look at words in the same way as you, yeah. and I think, you know, you know, well, we shouldn't have not, to. Not to diss all our listeners. I think there's quite a few that are like me. Yeah. That we shouldn't have we to. Shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have to interpret what the inspectorate deems as effective practice. Yeah. It should be clear. absolutely clear yeah. and we should know where we're headed. So Estin inspectors seem to be saying that independent learning skills are a separate set of transfer transferable skills that can be used in any context. Yeah. 
that it's just you kind of flick a switch you go right i'm an independent learner now and we've talked about transferable skills we have we have that there are very very few of them so let's just unpick that as well i just want to independence not be one of them no (laughs) okay so just picking out a couple of estim reports from 2023 so from the sample that we use for our analysis and there was one here for foundation phase pupils and the quotes from the actual report themselves were do not develop the skills to write independently at length foundation phase pupils just saying when working independently older pupils do not always know what to do and over directed by an adult And I just want to say that that middle quote, when working independently, older pupils do not always know what to do. Now, my understanding of that is, well, the instructions weren't good enough. So I'm not even I'm not even sure. Does that actually mean they're not independent or is it that the the task hasn't been made clear? Yeah. So we're not even sure whether that is that pupils can't work independently because they don't have this transferable set of skills or is it simply that the quality of the instruction wasn't effective enough yeah. and they just didn't understand what to do yeah so over directed by an adult you know what's the what's the cutoff point at which over direction happens you know does, does a, they have the knowledge that they actually need to do that task well there's another thing and i was thinking about you know over direction yeah. there was a really interesting conversation going on in our private facebook group amongst some of the head teachers and teachers there talking about an overdeveloped curriculum or sorry no an underdeveloped curriculum that that was one of the um recommendations yeah. that the curriculum was underdeveloped and when you're using very subjective terms like that it it becomes well you know schools the recipient of that kind of terminology want to know well where's the cutoff yeah what do you mean what what does you know what which does... elements are developed which are the bits that i need to go yeah. back and look at yeah so when we're saying over direction you know what percentage of uh, teacher talk is determined as over direction surely surely there are times when the teacher will be talking the majority of the time and the pupil will be listening and yeah. thinking and not saying very much. And then there will be times when the, the, the pupil is doing the majority of the talking and yeah. there's very little direction rather than there being this kind of expectation that there is a good way of doing it, a bad way of doing it. But also at what point within the learning process, the learning cycle that you'd expect pupils to be that little bit more independent mm. You know, at the start of something, I'm thinking, going back to when you're teaching, when you're introducing new concepts and new topics and and new ideas, there might be that little bit more of less or that little bit of less independence from your pupils. But there might be certain things that you want them to do that where, you know, they can be more independent. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, these are all really, really good questions. And we go back to a report for another report for 2023, Foundation Phase and Key Stage 2 pupils, quoting again, Mm -hmm. teachers do not provide opportunities for pupils to make independent choices about how they learn. I'm sorry, that just drives me insane because everybody learns the same way. Okay, we don't make choices about how our brains function. They do that without... In, you know yeah. it's an involuntary process what what do they actually mean by that though that's that's what i'd like yeah to say. because they keep on saying it it's it happens you know please come on our podcast yeah. and ask these questions we'd love to know you know are we 
are we really not getting it please tell us if yeah. we're not getting it tell us yeah. tell us what you mean you know and there's over direction again a few pupils lose interest in their learning well hello pupils yeah. do yeah they do yeah. that happens yeah. and it, it may not be because they're they're being over directed it may be that they're distracted and distraction doesn't necessarily mean that that they're not independent yeah it might mean that they've reached cognitive overload so you know is, is that what they're actually talking well, it's, about it's teaching isn't it it's the yeah. complexity okay of teaching so let's do a whole sort of etymology thing let's let's talk about the difference between the, oh, the meaning of the words this is the bit that you like the morphology the sorry yeah words. so independence is the act of being independent so it is the goal yeah we want all pupils to leave school being independent enough that they can cope with what life yeah. throws at them well it's it's like your children when they, if they go to university or they move on isn't it mm. it's can they cope yeah can you cut those yeah apron strings a little bit so can they go out into the world and can they yeah. function as a fully yeah fully functional adult and and but we're saying independent yeah. enough you will never ever be fully independent to quote simon and garfunkel yeah. you know no man's yeah. an island yeah. you know we all need support when we're learning something yeah. new we all need support when we haven't got the skills or knowledge to cope with what's being yeah. thrown at us yeah. so independence is not something you attain and then you never go backwards independence is a, an ever-changing state that we would aim for but as the four purposes clearly state that the point of the purpose of the curriculum is to make sure that pupils have the skills and knowledge to manage everyday life as independently as they okay. can yeah therefore independent learning describes a process of learning where the learner relies only on their own skills knowledge and experience so independent learning is basically doing it on your, your own. own so independent learning skills well that's going to be dependent on what you're learning yeah so they're, they're not transferable no because there are some things that you can be very independent at because you know a lot about it, it but there are other things that oh hang on a minute mm. i need a bit of support on this one absolutely and it doesn't matter how old you are it's dependent on the task which is why you see younger children being less independent because they they know yeah, less. They've got less, less knowledge, haven't they? they have less knowledge, less experience, fewer skills, few, fewer mm -hmm. well-honed skills. So as you get older, you're, you are more independent more of the time, but the times at which we are all more dependent on others' support are times where our skills and knowledge are low. And, and it's not a case, is it, of, you know, here's this topic, off you go learn about it yourself that's mm. not what we're talking about it's it's knowing how much support and how much scaffolding mm. to put into that until the pupils can yeah so the, the, the goal is to teach pupils the skills and the knowledge to be as independent as they can and I think that is both the actual facts and information but also the uh, concepts and ideas the procedural skills, knowledge yeah it's also um, the knowing how to check your own work, knowing that you should check your own work, monitoring how you're doing. But you know, just when we're talking about metacognition, that, that's a whole kind of separate subject. But checking your own work, 
will only be effective if you know what, yeah, you're, what checking you're checking for. for yeah. And also recognizing when this doesn't quite, quite look quite right. Yes. When to stop. Yes. And, and and go back and have a look, isn't it? That that idea of independence to be able to do that is having somebody telling you that doesn't look right. Yeah. So, you know, peer assessment mm. is, is a really big thing. But children, young people, they need support to be good at assessing peers' work. Yeah. Because, I mean, how many times we've all been in that situation? It's like, read through your partner's work, tell them what they need to, yeah. to improve, tell them where they're going right. And you get some real surface level... Yeah. Oh, it's written in really nice handwriting. Yeah, I like the yeah. green colour. Yeah, you know, because they don't know what they they don't know what to focus on. But if they really understand, you know, a particular piece of knowledge that they should be looking for, you know, that they really understand that they should be focusing on their use of complex sentences, and they know what complex sentence is, and they know how to um, to develop them, then they'll be much better at monitoring their own work. So it's metacognition self-regulation monitoring their own work evaluation strategic decisions about where to go next so much of that is dependent on their understanding of the content yeah and that can change from content for concept to concept subject to subject yeah so there is you know what we're not saying here that you should never have independent learning going on in your class we're not saying discovery learning should never happen we're saying um there is it's a little bit like um grammar it's not that it's right or wrong it's that there are conventions there is appropriateness it's the right time at the right place isn't it yeah and i think that there are situations where you would start an entirely new topic with a bit of discovery learning Mm -hmm. to pique interest but you wouldn't use discovery learning to um to actually share with pupils or to get pupils to discover the foundational concepts of that particular no learning it's it's choosing the right approach for the right time Mm. and um making sure that pupils have the knowledge and the skills that they need in order to be independent will need some direct instruction at some point because as as part of that as well isn't it we we all know when you when you out to discover things by yourself sometimes you can get very frustrated yes and, and very frustrated frustrated yeah and you will switch off those times where you are trying to um use a new app on your phone or why won't that document yeah. say a particular way i know because what's really fascinating is tech generally speaking is self-taught for adults mm-hmm. uh, we don't tend to you know and learn tech with someone teaching us and like um oh that that estimate recommendation spreadsheet you know all my it's excel error, isn't it? Yeah. all my excel knowledge is self-taught and i was constantly asking you why can't i do this why why isn't that not working and you're getting it to format and stuff and it it can be incredibly frustrating and you see that in lessons and all of the time yeah and inefficient and you see it in lessons i used to see it much more as a maths teacher than as an english teacher where you just get you know throwing up the hands oh, i can't do it yeah I can't do it because I, my instruction probably hadn't been good enough that they weren't ready for what I was asking them to do. Yeah. So when we're thinking about independent learning, we should be focusing in on the expertise refer- reversal effect, which is a key component of cognitive science, it's a key component of cognitive load theory. It's this idea of the more expert you become, the less support 
unity yeah. so it's that that's common sense isn't it yeah well it's it's what teachers do all of the time is they put support in when it's needed when pupils skills or knowledge is not where it needs to be in order to complete a task and then as they get better at the task they yeah. remove it yeah or you you do it in a slightly different way you, you maybe focus on one little element and then you start to build those elements together so you're looking at maybe three or four elements that pupils need to think of but you have the scaffolding along the way to get to that point yeah but they don't need the scaffolding then later on when when they look at that final concept absolutely so it's the i do we do yeah. you do approach yeah. It's first of all, I'm going to do it. You're going to watch. I'm going to talk through my thinking. You're going to try and understand my thinking, make your own connections with it. We might ask a few questions to keep you well, focused on it. It's a one, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Here's, Here's one, one I made earlier and this is how it works. And then it might be a we do. So we share that process. It might be, you know, I'm going to do this little bit of it. What do you think we should do next? How would you do it? Right, well, do that. Or just, you know, I've done the first bit. Now you finish it off. So it's that you know just giving them enough support that they're not doing the whole thing on their own but not so much that they don't have any independence yeah. and finally you would just say well look here it is you, you should be able to do this on your own now get on with it and maybe that's what's really interesting is is what Estin are saying is that they are seeing that teachers are not removing the scaffolding often enough and in fact, pupils could do it on their own, but they're not. And I'm wondering whether that has come from this, you know, very performative culture in education where yeah. things need to be perfect, that you can't finish a piece of work and have mistakes in it. And maybe teachers feel under pressure, especially when Esther are in, to make sure that the result, the outcome is perfect. Yeah. Rather than this imperfect final yeah. project with an evaluation saying well yeah this is what i did now we're on reflection yeah i might have changed this or done this in a slightly different way so you know a bit of a meta question there but is the process of being what well we know the process yeah, yeah, of yeah. being watched changes things yeah is the process of estim watching teachers trying to create independent learners actually forcing teachers to make the learning less independent but it's that risk isn't it if you know you've got somebody coming observing your lesson mm do you take the riskier option and, yeah. and, and do a slightly more, you know, riskier Let's lesson. see whether they can yeah, do yeah. it or not. Or do you think, right, okay, I need to make sure that I can get to where I want to get to, so I'm yeah. going to reduce uh, the amount of independence that I want them to have in the first place. It's a, it's a, it's a very difficult question to have because of the culture that we're in. Yeah. But I, but I think that there's, there's too many questions that have been raised through this about how you know what do they mean by this what are they yeah. looking for that yeah you know a thematic review yeah would be really really useful well if if Aston is saying that a third of primary schools effectively yeah. Yeah. are have a problem with allowing pupils to be independent or providing opportunities for for independence in learning to actually happen yeah. then what do they mean by that yeah. is it that you know teachers are too worried about children making mistakes and it being seen by Aston, or is it that um the the children don't have the skills and knowledge that they actually need i mean that's one of the things is that you know if we're talking about this i do we do you do approach and that is a process that happens over time sometimes over a significant portion of time how do western inspectors know where 
children are yeah in that process in that process yeah, yeah. what's the what's the lead up to that point well how do Where they know they? what yeah. yeah yeah you know so we know that um essence inspectors go in and they watch maybe 20 minutes of a lesson they'll do a learning walk they'll talk to the learners they'll look at books you know how much of that scrutiny is asking about where learners are yeah. in their process when they were observed yeah, not just the performance of where they, where they are being observed yeah so you know there is no discussion in any of the inspection reports yeah. that we've seen that connected with independent learning of the difference between learning and performance but it, it it's just teaching is just so so complex mm. that to have a 20 minute snapshot and say Oh, we've seen this. We've seen this, and this is what this means. Yeah, it is really, really difficult. It is incredibly difficult, and I think, you know, what's frustrating to a certain extent is that we haven't been able to come up with a well. You just need to do this, you know, just yeah. just do it this way because um, when you're faced with pupils in front of you in a class, we know that some will be ready to be independent, yeah, some, some won't. won't. Um, and that won't necessarily be dependent on what you've done before. It'll be dependent on what they've learnt before, what they already know. And therefore, so you're already dealing with not homogenous situation, homogenous group. And then you also have to make sure that you're giving them enough independence and, you know, knowing whether they're ready for that or not is really complex to, to, to work out. But I think if the goal is independence... There are some clear things that independence is and independence isn't. So if we're heading for all pupils to behave independently in their learning as adults, what we should be, independence is understanding what's expected of you. So it's knowledge of the task, knowing what it is that you need to do. It's also confidence in your own ability to complete it. So that means each individual pupil having the knowledge and skills and being aware that they have the knowledge yeah. and skills in their subject. And I think that's always something that um, needs to be dealt with in a class is that pupils need to know that they know. Yeah, and you need to, it's that activating prior knowledge, isn't it? At the start of a lesson, you yeah. need to make sure that that has been yeah. used as part of the, the, the start of the lesson or wherever you are in the learning process. Yeah. You're actually pupils to be able to make those connections right so it's, it's about um the teacher saying right i want you to do this tell me what you're going to do checking that everybody yeah. understands and then you know that they're ready to get on and do it independently but the pupils need to know for themselves i know what it is that i i'm supposed to be doing and what information i need to be able to complete this task so i have that knowledge and i'm aware that i have that knowledge and that's where mm. confidence comes from but also they've got strategies yes in their back pocket yes. that they can call upon yes when they get to some of those points that they think oh hang on i don't know what i'm doing it, exactly and that's part of the whole metacognition mm. part of things knowing how to manage when things go wrong yeah so and that is knowledge in itself yeah. you know knowing how to check that particular problem or that particular task you know knowing how to check um that your writing makes sense and knowing how to check that um you've included um, all of the stages of the the, yeah. wa the water cycle it seems like it's the same thing yeah. but it's actually not mm. because yes you are 
checking that you haven't missed anything out, but it's the things you've missed out <laughs> that you have to check. Yeah. Not the not the saying. Well, it's always going yeah. to be eight things. Yeah. You know, it's it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 based on the content. So, independence isn't completing a task without the support you need. Yeah, and that and that's where you get people's that they lose that confidence in being able to do things. They've tried it, they failed, they've lost that confidence to try it again. Exactly. So if we're in a situation where a school has had an estimate inspection and they've been told, well, you don't have enough provision for independent learning to happen. So they go, right, okay, well, we need more independent learning. So we need more opportunities for pupils to do things on, on their, their own. own. Yeah. It could actually be making the situation yes. worse. Yeah. Because then you've got a, a cohort of pupils who either are getting really frustrated with their learning or they're really losing their confidence and they're they're actually you're at risk then of of the children becoming disengaged yeah. and behavior we know Oof, the next yes thing. okay so independence <clears throat> is also not spending valuable learning time um, asking pupils to discover foundational information that could be more efficiently shared through direct instruction yeah look at the foundations first isn't it make sure that pupils really have got those foundations yeah and then you can build on those using some of the more independent tasks I mean, this is a, a frustration that we hear constantly from teachers is, well, there's so much we've got to do. We've got to cover this. Yeah, we've yeah. got to cover that. So let's make learning as efficient as possible and as effective as possible and think about well, where can we use independent learning with the greatest impact, not just an, as an end in itself, yeah. but as a tool by which it will deepen and really deeply embed the learning that that needs to happen so it is a it's a method for improving the quality of the yeah. learning not just as a oh well, we need to do independent yeah. learning tick done I, but there, there's that attitude isn't there that that okay we're going to do independent learning so you are going to do it all on your own you're going to do it by yourself yeah and it's that distinction about that's not really what we're meaning by well i just see you know i'm sure we've all had situations as adults where we've been in 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 sessions and and you know someone said right okay so i've explained what you need to do go on and get off with it and you're kind of like what how Uh, and and then you'll start to get really kind of i don't like this lecture or i don't like particularly when you see some people who are getting on with it yes because they might have a bit of better background knowledge yeah or knowledge yeah and then you've got others who get very frustrated because they don't know what they're doing children young people they are just people you know we've all got experience of being people and independence isn't metacognitive monitoring using only surface understanding of what excellence looks like you know because i mean i hear this there's this really nice little um i was watching it this morning it's like a a video on um facebook where there's this little yorkshire kid going and i've done my best and the teacher says you've not done terrible yorkshire accent there but it's like this idea of, you know, you hand in your writing and the child says, well, I'm handing in my writing and I'm done. Yeah. And the teacher says, no, you haven't done. Go back and have a look at it. And the child goes back and has a look at it and goes, no, yeah, but I have I done. done yeah. I have done it because because they don't know what it is they haven't done. Yeah. Yeah. Or they've gone, oh, well, I didn't put my full stops in. So they literally, you know, <laughs> sprinkle their full yeah. stops on like anyway. salt. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not really thinking about are the sentences full sentences where do my yeah. ideas start and finish you well know? they need a bit of scaffolding yeah. to enable them to go back and have another look at it don't they and they need some support which is the right element of support 
yeah to make that piece of work better so i've got a i did write down on our like little list of things to talk about a final question i'm going to change the final question go on okay so the final question is is education system in wales ready to independently decide what independent learning is or do we need a little bit more support from somewhere i think we do you know if 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 (laughs) testing inspectors and they obviously do have an idea in their head of what they want schools to aim for just tell us what it is yeah so that we can be more efficient in getting there because i mean this is our interpretation of it mm. and it could be that somebody else is sitting out there listening going no oh, i completely disagree with that it's, yeah absolutely not what i see independence as but i think that's that's the issue isn't it it's about let's all sing from the same same hymn sheet yeah so we know exactly what we mean by what it means to be independent yeah well you can't fix a problem if you're not going to look at it you yeah. know the the only way to solve issues to make things better is to to dissect them to unpick them to understand them and then solve different elements of it so you know independence is not created by just setting pupils off to do everything on their own but it's that gradual relaxation of support that you're providing for the knowledge the skills the metacognitive whether it's whether it's part of a short piece of work or whether it's a much longer you know half a term they knew they could have been doing a lot of work over the half term to get them to that point yeah and it all depends when someone's come in and had a look yeah at what's going on absolutely so um there you have it in a nutshell independent learning all sorted we are tick yeah not right okay so what's coming up next for us well I, i'm heading back into the exam marking zone so i'm going to be doing my usual stressy yes qualifying yeah <laughs> yeah but you know so you, and you forget it's like pain isn't it you forget like childbirth and say so you forget after when you're in it oh, but you after you're actually oh yeah it's all right you should let people know though that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. marking is yeah. like childbirth okay yeah, yeah yeah and we've got a skull worm coming up we are we're in a skull in cardiff right uh, for our first session with them but we'll be interesting yes so looking forward to that one and we've got lots of sketch note contracts at the moment we do lots of bespoke yeah. Sketch yeah, you've note written contracts. two down there but i think we've got an, it's yeah. three i think so we're doing oh, some for um schools up in scotland and we've got command and show local authority yeah, they, as yeah, well some more following the work we did with them yeah so lots of busy 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 so absolutely yeah. so there we are another one done so well we will talk to you again soon take care bye now thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes you can find us online at www.impact.wales you can also follow us on social media on twitter we're at impact wales on facebook and instagram search for impact wales and on linkedin search for impact school improvement